0: Hello, fabulous friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Booked and Blessed Podcast. I'm your host, Carissa, here to help you get booked and feel blessed. I hope everybody is having a lovely, wonderful, fantastic week this week. It is the first week of April. Spring has sprung. There have been a few nice days here on the East Coast. I think the seasonal the seasonal depression is taking a back seat for a moment. Very exciting. I hope we are all staying motivated and positive. <laughs> I sound very convincing. But you know I'm going to start you out with a few life updates. First of all, I've been taking a theater dance class every week. Well, only for the last two weeks, but I plan to go this week as well. So I've been taking a theater dance class recently and I love the instructor. And at one point during the during the class, she gave us a little mini speech and the two things that really stuck out to me were how she was saying how making art is all about collaboration and how during the pandemic we all missed it so much when we couldn't gather in person and how we shouldn't take it for granted and that was so real, too real, Um, and how we shouldn't worry if we don't get all the steps perfectly as long as we are telling the story. Theme of the year, theme of the decade, theme of the millennia, tell the story. So I also love taking this class because it has such a good sense of community, you know. I love some community. If there's one thing Carissa loves, it's community, baby, <laughs> and options, and camaraderie as well, and um, just no egos. So we love, we do, we thrive in this class. And um, second life update, kind of silly, but I think it's I think it's important. So uh, I had a voice coaching session the other week and i started crying (laughs) embarrassing but i started crying during my lesson because i put myself in a very specific and personally heartbreaking (laughs) situation in my mind and um i was very vulnerable so this all happened while i was singing the song i'm working on And while I was in that moment and visualizing, you know, my settings in that one moment that I knew would help me relate to the song, um, I just started, I was like fighting back the tears when we got to the end of the song. And then once the song ended, I just broke down and there were just streaming. The tears were streaming down my face and, uh, my voice coach was like, so how did you feel about like how did you feel this time like how do you think it went and I said way better than last week (laughs) when that last week was when I was like I hated everything about that so growth but one thing that my voice coach was stressing to me about moments like that where you feel so connected and you're reliving that moment in time is it can be such a catharsis and You can gain relief artistically from things that we cannot change or things we never really got closure from and uh it's intense (laughs) um so it's better in my opinion to channel those sad or hard things or even you know the happy things that have happened to you into something positive aka your art And some, well, as I was going to say, some people will purposely suffer in order to fuse that into their art. And that's not what I'm promoting at all. I'm not telling you to go out looking for painful circumstances as fuel for your artistic endeavors. I'm just saying that even though we've all gone through tough, difficult, really challenging and upsetting situations, we can use them for good and i think that that's one of the most beautiful things about art and why it helps to connect everyone you know because even though i'm singing this song in this character that's completely not about my specific situation i can relate her narrative to my life and therefore when i'm singing that in front of an audience and i'm channeling this specific event other people in that audience more than likely have a very similar event that occurred to them and then they relate to me relating to this character so uh uh i love theater i just love theater okay well that's that's all for my life updates this week um (laughs) so uh, let's jump right in get your forks and knives everybody are you at are they at the ready are we are we ready to go Okay, good, because we're going to be digging into these meat and potatoes. (laughs) The meat and potatoes this week is all about showmances. And if you don't know what a showmance is, ooh, ooh, frisky today. If you don't know what a showmance is, a showmance is when you are in a show or, you know, a production, a play, whatever, a, a cabaret and you meet somebody in your same show and you are romantically interested and then usually a show. well that's not a showmance. A showman is when you're both romantically interested in the other and you get potentially romantically involved or you flirt all the time and everybody knows there's a mutual attraction there. But I'm going to tell you the rules that I try to live by in terms of showmances. All right, here we go. Number 1. I try not to date anyone in my immediate cast while we are on a contract together. If I say if you want to pursue something, try your best to do it after the fact. It complicates things, let me tell ya. So but okay if you're working in a theme park this is where i bend the rules a bit if you're working in a theme park maybe try someone from a different show or a different department or even maybe a musician but you know what don't really recommend the musicians specifically the guitar players that's just been my luck in in my life but it keeps happening that's my type what can i say (laughs) um yeah we'll get more dig into this in the in the later num in the later points in the list so I'm not gonna dive too deep into the first one because we'll get there number two think about the viability of the relationship after this contract ends think about where where do each of you live do you live in a different state sometimes depending on the contract you'll live in a completely different country are you willing to relocate for this person Or if not, will you be able to book future jobs together? And how much effort are you willing to put into this? And you know what? If you're just looking for a fling, then that's fine. You don't really have to think about this. But if you're like me and, you know, you can get emotional, baby. maybe just, you know, have it in mind. Um, But what I say about, you know, if you're not willing to relocate, if you both live in different countries, but you do very similar things. Like if you are in the same subsect of the industry, you're both performers. Or like you're a dancer and he's a singer, or or she's a singer, or your person is a singer, or if you know they're a musician and you are an aerialist or whatever. Just think about what you both do and think about, are there opportunities for us to be booked together and would agencies or theme parks or whatever gigs actually prefer to hire us both because it's more um, advantageous to them. And then we can also be together for months at a time while we're working. So think about that because sometimes if you're too far off and you're not, You wouldn't be considered for jobs in the same place necessarily like for instance if they're a musician and you're a singer but like a performer singer not a lounge singer it might be a little more tough to get booked together because usually someone hires the musicians and they're a different person than who hires the stage performers so just think about things like things like that okay number three decide and communicate with your person what your intentions are aka if you just want someone to make the duration of the contract less lonely um if you're looking for something serious and if that changes if however you're feeling initially changes as you're getting to know each other just let them know communication is the most important thing and as long as you're on the same page about where you stand and whatnot, they can make an informed decision as to whether or not they want to keep investing their emotional energy and their labor and their mental, physical, whatever into your relationship or step away if they can't mentally emotionally handle it, or if you both just want different things. So in order to have respect for yourself and the other person, let them know where you're at. And then they can't fault you either if they continue on with the relationship and then you've told them, you know, I don't think this is going to work past this contract. And then if they're upset with you after the fact, they really can't be because you were always upfront and honest with them. Honesty is the best policy after all. Number four, be prepared for the fact that in many cases, you may never see this person again. And that is especially true if they live far away or work in a different sector of the industry as we talked about than you do and then look within yourself and judge whether that's something you can handle honestly this is one of the craziest and a lot of times the saddest aspects of this industry for me personally because traveling so many places and Mm -hmm being in contact with people from different parts of the u.s different parts of the world you meet so many incredible people and you get so close to these people because you're with each other for months and months at a time whether that's romantically or otherwise you get close to them and then you have to say goodbye like it truly never gets easier and i'll especially talk about this when i talk about my cruise ship contract um because that's just rough like you have people coming and going all the time and Ah, emotional, emotional. Number five, (laughs) if you can't help yourself and end up involved with someone in your immediate cast, consider whether you would be okay performing with them if something were to happen between the two of you. Think about the shows you're in together and what your interactions are and if that would be awkward or weird to do if there was some drama and you went your separate ways you know what I mean it's just and if that would impact your performance and would cause you emotional distress then I say maybe just wait until the contract's over you know it's only however many months I know it's tough though we're human beings humans being you know what I mean so these are my major takeaways from all of those right i personally know couples who have met on contracts and they've been together for years and are still going strong as far as i know but i also know a lot of instances where people had to go their separate ways and i even know of one couple who started a contract together they were hired together because they were a couple and they broke up over the course of that contract and um, one of them ended up having to go home early. So you truly never know. But also don't let what could possibly happen later on down the line deter you. I just ask that you're cognizant of the reality of our line of work and the additional burdens it can put on maintaining a healthy relationship. because. In one aspect, who understands our line of work better than someone who is also in the thick of it, right? Who gets the traveling aspect, the contract aspect, the no job security, (laughs) it's hard to find a home base stability aspect than someone else who is living it, right? But I think in a lot of cases, because they also don't have the stability of someone who works a quote-unquote regular job um it can also make that even more tough to align your gigs with theirs or live in the same place as them especially if they're not trying to do like the same you know musical theater path or singing path or dancing path that you are it can make things really tough and um sometimes you find someone that that is all worth it's all worth it for and you will change the course of your own you know trajectory or where you thought you wanted to be because you want to be with this person and everything always works out the way it's supposed to so i say you know what go with your gut but have all of these things in the back of your mind but who am i to tell you right i just know of so many cast I've been in where it's like, oh, that's weird now <laughs> for everybody, because we all know that they were together and now it's kind of a, you know, awkward. But anyway, I don't want to jinx to this, but I have an interview scheduled with one of my good and very funny friends <laughs> coming up here soon. So stay tuned for that episode because It's about to be jokes y'all i am too excited i can't wait for you guys to to virtually meet this individual because it's gonna be a good time and um i've already spoken about this person multiple times on the pod so for it all to come full circle and you to really have this experience and like get the energy you're gonna you're gonna think it's good i hope But uh yeah, so that could potentially be next week's episode. Fingers crossed. I am I'm really hyped to also have this person come over to the studio, aka my apartment, and experience where I live because they live in Harlem. As I said, all my friends live in Harlem. But anywho, that is uh that is all I have for you this week. So, you know the drill if this podcast brings value to your life I just ask that you follow rate five stars review and share with your friends it all helps build the booked and blessed fam and then we're gonna have a big old family reunion at some point I hope that would be awesome um you can also follow the pod on instagram at booked and blessed pod or if you want to (laughs) follow your girl personally it's at carissa hope That is K-A-R-I-S-A-H-O-P-E. And you know what? I hope you have an effervescent Monday and an even better rest of your week. Let's get booked and blessed, y'all.